The Lord gives, and the Lord takes away. <laughs> oh no, he stops. Stop. Hey, your mic's on. Yeah, Brian doesn't want anybody here. Play it.
hesitate coming up here but I guess I'm kind of tired of the defensive Christian and I mean those Christians that stand back and wait for things to happen and then pray that they'll get better after they already happen when the whole point is when we take the ground when we believe in who we are we take authority over it and it doesn't happen right and the problem is we get so caught up in well we'll just wait we'll just walk this thing out man come on we can go to a whole nother level with this if you just believe in the power and the authority that's been given to you, what we're claiming right now as mighty warriors is just that, is that we're going out to take the land and we're not going to keep taking punches, yes. right? And just try to be on a defensive all the time. Yes. Not when we can take the land, not when we can go forward, not when we can say, I'm done, I'm sick, and I'm tired of all the stuff that's happening in the world and it's time to take charge. It's time yes. to take it back. I think about it like this. What do you do with your family? If someone were to come after your family, would you open the door, let the enemy in, let them beat up your family and say, we'll pray about it later? No, come on, man. You don't let them in the door. The only way to not let them in the door is to take the fight to them. Take the fight to him. That's what we're doing. And that's what our worship's doing this morning. So I just feel that. So I want to stay in that because I just believe there, there's, there's walls to be broken. There's things that need to change. There's chains that need to be broken. And we're going to do it through warfare. We're going to do it through praise. We're going to do it through worshiping him. But we're going to take authority over what the enemy tried to take. Man, come on. Let, let's get out of the defensive posture and let's start attacking. Come on, let's do this. All right. Go ahead. Yeah, you go first. Sorry. Sorry. David, we all know the story. When the giant was facing him, when there was the giant that was defying all of Israel, David came at him. He had a javelin, he had a spear, he had a sword. And he said, you come at me with those things, but I come at you in the name of the Lord of hosts. So that's what we need to remember. We have the Lord of hosts. We have the host of heaven riding in with him. Open your spiritual eyes to see that. So when the enemy is standing at your door, because everybody's got a different giant, you say, you come at me with all of your warfare, but guess what, devil? Your time is up because I come at you with the name of the Lord of hosts. I have the name of Jesus and the blood of the Lamb to sanctify me as I go against you in battle. I feel like that's a declaration for this moment. Yes, yes, heaven is roaring. Heaven, that's what I heard this morning. I just kept hearing heaven roaring over us. Heaven, all of heaven is at our back as a child of God. Thank you, Jesus. Share with the scripture from this week. All right, this week we shared on the ladies' Facebook page, Isaiah 28, five through six. 
In that day, the Lord Almighty will be a glorious crown, a beautiful wreath for the remnant of his people. He will be the spirit of justice to the one who sits in judgment and a source of strength to those who turn back the battle at the gate. And we, ask, and the ladies ask, we ask that we would be the ones who stand at the gate. We're the ones that turn back the battle. So we want that for each person here today. Ask the Lord to make you a person who's standing at the gate and turning back the battle. Yes, victory in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. You're the crown on our head. You're the crown on our head. And we have heaven at our backs. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Testimony. 
amazing. Draw the line today. Come on, just draw the line. Stop going back and forth double-minded. Maybe he can. Maybe he will. I don't know. It looks too hard. Oh, gosh, it just feels so defeating. I don't know. I'm discouraged. I don't see any change. I've been praying. But I know he can. You, you know, stop going back and forth. No more double-mindedness over your battle. Draw the line right now and step over it and say, I have won the victory because Jesus is mine. That means you don't get to say anything from this moment forward that does not speak life over that situation. It's illegal. There's healing. It's done. There's breakthrough. It's done. There's salvation for that child. It is done. It is done. And then you praise like it is done. And heaven continues to move and move and move and move and move. And when you can't see it, he is doing it. And in the time, says the Lord, I will make it happen. Do not wait till he makes it happen to praise him you're just slowing up your own breakthrough friends right no more double mindedness who says amen I'm going to draw the line today because we're going to stand firm in victory if something doesn't align with the life of Christ in me we rebuke it right step over today step over today and when the enemy comes at you you have the shield of faith because you stepped over the line to believe and you hold that shield no i believe and i promise you that fiery dart of the enemy will be distinguished it cannot penetrate you you will continue to be bombarded and penetrated and wounded and hurt until you hold up the shield of faith that it is already done put it up Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise is to
praises to You are 
spirit right now. See the lamb. Worthy, 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 beautiful, beautiful.
come on, come on, come on. You know, the greatest part is when you walk around and everybody's got their own song. So like, you don't know what we're singing, but everybody's singing their own song. Everybody's got something going on and we're just praising them in our own way from our hearts and, and from our life and from things that's happened. And, and we're so thankful for that, that we can make up our own songs and just worship him. And man, it's so good when you walk around and you just hear different things and you're like, man, this is so good. Oh, come on. Oh. And we worship him. <laughs> and no matter what we're going through in life, here's the cool part, because I love, we got into some, some music and, and worship and, and man, it started bringing back some stuff. And I was just like, man, that name Jesus and that song, Jesus, your name is power. Come on. Like, how many times have you been in a situation and the enemy's coming at you in every direction and all you got to do is speak his name? All you got to do is speak his name over it and things change. Atmospheres change. Man, your life changes. That's so powerful. I just want to encourage you this morning. just want to encourage you. Man, you get in those moments when you feel like the walls are closing in and things aren't going well and things are going on. Man, I just encourage you to just cry out his name. Just speak his name over that. Speak his name over the situation. Speak his name over your family, over the schools, over your job. Come on, speak, speak your name over your coworkers, over your financial situation. We can speak his name over it all. Man. And there's power in that. There's life in that. There's living water in that. And it's so good. Never be ashamed of singing your own song. Never be ashamed of singing your own song because that's from your heart. And if it bothers you, just come sing next to Chuck because you can sing next to Chuck all day. He'll sing his own song, man. That guy's in love. Come on. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Come on. Man. You guys feeling this? Can, do you understand what's going on? Do you feel it this morning? Do you feel what he's trying to do? Do you see what he's trying to do? Come on. you've had. Come on, he's here to do that this morning. Man, it's time to put some stuff to bed. It's time to let go of some stuff you've been hanging on to. There's forgiveness in the house. That forgiveness is for you. You got to let go. You got to forgive for you to move on. 
I just hear forgiveness, 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 forgiveness. And sometimes we need forgiven, but man, other times we got to forgive because we hold on to things. There's stuff in our heart that stops us from moving in the right direction. He wants us to go from you releasing it all the way because you got that little hang up with somebody or something. And this morning, it's a time to forgive. It's a time to let that go. I just feel that forgiveness this morning. If it's you, you're forgiven. Like you're forgiven. He loves you. He forgives you. But man, if it's for somebody else, you need to let them know they're forgiven. You need to just release it in your heart. Don't bring that up again. Don't bring it up again. It's time to move on. We got that little saying around here. It's time to let God and let go, right? (laughs) Give it all to God and let go of it. There's freedom in that. There's freedom in understanding that he'll take control and do what he wants to do. And there's an understanding in that. There's a freedom to walk around and not feel like the world's coming against you, not feel like you got to answer to somebody. why this worship in here is so important that's why us doing whatever we want to do is so important for you to understand that you don't have to define it to anybody you don't have to tell anybody why you raise your hands why you wave a flag why you cry why you blow a horn you don't have to do any of that stuff mike i love it when you come up here because you're fixing to say something Sarah both said everything that the Lord told me to come up here and still read this scripture. So in 1 Corinthians 4, it says uh, to judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the heart. And then every man shall have praise of God. See, we don't hide anything from God. We hide things from ourselves a lot of times, hide things from each other. But if we'll learn to just give it to him, you don't have to stand up here with the microphone and give it to him. Just give it to him in your own personal place because he knows it's there anyway. And if, and I'm not really talking about sin. I'm not talking about being born again either. It's, it, it's the next step past that. You still confess to him. He's recreated your spirit and it's perfect. Now he's making you, changing you. All things become new. He's changing us into his image. And so... You know, if you're needing to forgive somebody, you need to remember that if this person that you feel did you so wrong, they're dominating your life because you won't forgive them. And so there's still influence in everything that goes forward in your life. You just got to let it go. You just got to let it go. And if you'll, if it's if it's a family member, a spouse, a child that you're praying for, that you don't see things happening, you just Father knows what's on your heart give it to him cast that care to him he'll care for you and then you can open up and then you can see why these guys sometimes we think as men that we look kind of silly up here and it's a crazy guy back in the back blowing the horn but once you get that out of your heart then you'll see who jesus really is and then you also will be able to praise him Come on, you believe that? Come on, let's get excited this morning. Come on, that's good stuff, y'all. That's good stuff. Oh, that's a good transition. <laughs> that's a good transition right there. That's that's really good. Look, 
Um, man, I love y'all. And, whew, and he loves us. So sometimes we just got to let some stuff go and seek him with all our hearts. And this morning, what we're going to do is we're going to press on with, with what we're going to do. We're going to receive offering this morning and uh, pray for our kids and take a little break so you can use the restroom or whatever. Um, but you know, it even says that in the Bible, man. If you've got something against your brother, you're supposed to go to him before you leave. If, even if you're at the altar already, you're supposed to leave everything. Go to your brother before you come back. Go, you got to go settle that stuff. You got to get it out of your heart. So there's a, there's, a, there's a cheerful way to give. So as we get prepared to give this morning, we'll have some baskets up here. You can give online. That stuff will be on the screen. It's just part of our worship. It's who we are. We give out of a cheerful heart. We give because God just blessed us with stuff. So um, uh, we've said it before a million times. I'll say it again. Look, if you're not a cheerful giver, then don't give here. Give somewhere else. We want cheerful givers. <laughs> I want people to say, man, God's blessed me. I want to I want, I want to give. And we get to do so much uh, in this community, in the state, in the country, in the world because you give. It's absolutely amazing. So we thank you for that. Uh, but, man, let's just pray. Uh, and I'm going to pray over the kids as I pray for that. We're just going to bless it all, and then we're going to go on a break. So, Father, we love you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for this morning. We thank you that we can come together as a family and worship you. We thank you, Lord, that, that your presence is so thick and so perfect and so wonderful. So, Father, we thank you for that. And this morning, we thank you for the finances. We thank you, the Lord, that you've blessed us. And, Father, we can give. We thank you for those, Father, that come in saying, you know what, I want to give, and I don't have much. I just want to give. And then, Father, we just know that you'll bless everything that's been given this morning for your kingdom to be used the way you want it to be used. So, Father, we ask you to do that this morning. Father, we lift up our children to you, the next generation. Lord, bless them. Father, as they go off to our children's ministry this morning, Father, bless them, bless the teachers, Lord. Be with them this morning, Father. Give them wisdom and knowledge, Father. Let this generation, this new generation, this next generation understand how much you love them and who they are in your eyes, Father, so they can walk around representing you in everything they do. So, Father, we just ask you to bless us today. Have your way in everything we do. We surrender it to you in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, amen and amen. Come on, one, one round. Come on, can we get loud a little bit? Nah, come on, let's give them what a king deserves this morning as we give. We'll be right back. Get a drink, use the restroom.
years. We finally figured it out. No, just <laughs> Come on. Good to have everybody here. Welcome to the gathering place. Love to have you guys. You guys having a good time this morning? Yes. Yes. Come on. Uh, man, he's moving. He's moving. He's moving in the house and I love it. Uh, and so guess what? If you're new here, let's just go through the whole thing, the, the normal stuff. If, if you are new here, first time, first time in a long time, we need to let, we need to know. So do us a favor, fill out a connect card. We would love for you to fill that out. So we understand you're here. We can reach out to you, pray with you, answer questions. That's it. You can do it digitally. There should be one up on the screen. You can scan that and do one that way, or you can get a, a hard copy out there, a connection point. That's a big wooden desk out in the foyer. But if you don't let us know you're here, we can't reach out to you and at least, um, answer some questions and talk with you and pray with you. And that's about what we do. Um, but, but it is good. We do get a lot of, uh, good questions and we get to talk to people about that. And Hey, you, you get a letter from me. I like to, I like to write letters to people. So if you want a letter from me, go ahead. Uh, I would love to write a letter to you. Uh, <laughs> if you want more information about who we are and what we do, you can download our app that's up on the screen. Uh, download that app, check that out. You can go online to our, our, we have, you know, all the other stuff. You got a website, all that good stuff. Get tons of information about who we are and what we're doing because there's lots of things going on. It's the best way to keep up to date is on the app because we do push notifications, let you know uh, what's going on. This way you're up to speed. So uh, I'm, I'm talking fast today, but that's, today's a special day and I just want to get moving through some stuff. Um, we had our uh, kingdom classes every single Sunday at nine o'clock. Uh, today was uh, our meet the family, which was an awesome time. Today is actually a great day because it is like a meet the family day. Okay, so, and I'll talk more about that. But So we had that this morning at nine o'clock next week. Um, so this is like a, it's almost like a Sunday school class, if you say that, but, but it's a little, I think it's above and beyond that because now we bring in ideas, we bring in thoughts, we bring in questions, and we have different topics every Sunday at nine o'clock and different people teaching those things. Uh, but it's stuff that I don't usually talk about all the time, or you might have to wait a year for me to talk about it. So it's a great opportunity to go and listen. So this, uh, so this upcoming week, next week, is gonna be The Secret Place, uh, and Ryan and Allie uh, are gonna be teaching that. So Ryan wants to share a little bit on what that's gonna be about. I told Ryan a little bit, because if you know Ryan, I'm gonna hand him, I'm actually gonna hold the mic. You can't, you can't ever give a worship leader a mic. He just starts going at it again. That's just I didn't even turn it on yet. See, I, <laughs> All right, now your time starts. It's just for safety. <laughs> no, the only reason uh, this song might be a good idea is like if you hear that phrase, the secret place, and you go, what is that? This class is for you. If you say, secret place, I kind of know what that is. It's for you. Even if it's something that you have maybe a deep understanding, come and let's talk about that a little more. But Jesus said that God is spirit. He is a spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. He says must, not maybe or kind of should. He said must. And this is all about a, a spiritual connection, not really in our flesh, but in a place that is just with us in the Lord, outside of time, outside of things here. And we go there, and it's just like with the temple model, where in the Old Testament they had the tabernacle, and they met once a year on Yom Kippur, and they sprinkled the blood on the atonement cover. And that's where God said, I will meet with you there in the mercy seat, which we sang about this morning, uh, about all that I will direct you to do as a people, Israel. That is now here. Yeah, I know. That's now here. And that's where we get that direction. And so it's important. Last thing. I swear, DJ, last thing. So, so at the end, when we're doing the instrumental thing, that's what that's all about, is that personal, intimate, relational connection that's only between you and the Lord, and it's in that secret place. And so that's what this is about, 
And the reason we want to talk about it is because we're doing a lot of that. And, and if that's something new to you, come find out more about it. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, <laughs> There we go. Come on. That's good stuff. So we'll start doing that. Uh, we'll, we'll have people come up and actually talk about their kingdom class for the upcoming week so people know what's going on. Uh, just a heads up, the following week after that's going to be financial freedom. So if you want to talk about getting your finances in check and how you do those things, Kevin and Crystal will teach that. You'll hear more about that probably next week. Awesome. So we have uh, our fall small groups are open. Uh, so get connected. You can't do life alone. We're going to talk more about that here in just a second. So I'm not too worried about that. You can go online. You can go on the app and find all the information about small groups. Uh, today, uh, let's, let's skip today. Let's go to prayer breakfast uh, this coming Saturday right here. We have a prayer breakfast. You can download the app again if you want. Roman, I love you, brother. He's doing a good job back in the production booth. Give it up for Roman. It's okay. We put an elder back there, so she just takes over. It's awesome. But there is a, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get it up there. It's prayer breakfast this coming Saturday, the 16th. That's it. Bring a dish to share. Bring some food. Uh, food fellowship prayer. We're going to have a, a word. Uh, Brother Bo's going to be here uh, this Saturday to, to share a word. It's going to be awesome. So we're excited about that. Come on out, worship with us. Prayer breakfast. All the good stuff that comes with that. Look forward to seeing everybody. It's going to be at nine in the morning. We'll see you here. Uh, we have a gals and games, women's ministry, pool party on the 30th. So don't miss that. That's a great thing. No childcare, but you can bring a dish. Okay. So uh, we're going to have games, fellowship, food, fun, swimming, all that good stuff. The address is up there. Uh, come hang out with all the ladies. Have a good time. It'll be fun. We're excited. Um, I won't be there. Obviously we're going to we're going to have to plan something for the guys again. The, the axe throwing was fun, but we're going to do something. It's, it's time to go shoot some skeet or something. I don't know. We're going to do something. Y'all want to come out to my hunting club? I got to clear some land. <laughs> if y'all want to do that, that'd be a fun thing for the guys to do. We're just fellowship and clear land. <laughs> and uh, like I said, small groups are open. We're going to talk about that uh, today. So let me pray. We're going to jump into something. I've got a, a real quick word, and then I'm going to tie that into us talking about some stuff. So, Father, we love you, Lord. I thank you. Uh, we thank you for today. We thank you for everything you're doing, Lord. I ask you to just touch my heart right now, touch my lips. Let this be all of you, none of me, in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, amen. Amen. I'm going to go right to scripture. This is totally different. Like, I'm not even going to lead into this because we've been talking about, okay, I'm going to. We've been talking about shine. This is important because we're all about shining in the community. This is our 13th week on shine. Get out there, shining everywhere you go, man. Let the, let the light of God shine through you. Let, let Jesus shine through you everywhere you go. Man, change the atmosphere. That's what we're talking about. And today's such a good day because today was Meet the Family, and today is our, our family picnic. Who knows about the family picnic today? Come on. And be excited. Look, if you're here and you didn't know about it, it's a great time. We're going to the YMCA. Okay, so YMCA, don't do this. We're going to the YMCA over there in Prattville in the Bradford branch. We're going to meet over there at 2 o'clock today. Bring a favorite dish. Bring something. Um, we have swimming, uh, fun. We're going to have all kinds of stuff. We have baptisms today over there. So I think we have, we have like 11 or some baptisms today. And that's pretty good because we do baptisms every other month. And we've been, we've been loading out. It's awesome. That's why we do what we do. So we're going to go over there. Come on out and just have a good time. If, uh, if you 
play basketball, you're more than welcome to come out. We're going to have basketball courts open. Um, I'm not trying to look in this direction because I don't look at any of our opponents during game day. <laughs> this is intimidation. We're, we're going to take down the students today in basketball. Come on. We're excited. Y'all come out and just watch that. It's going to be so fun. I know, Brian's your big man, huh? You're going to be right in there, huh? So in other words, if you want to play ball with us, have a good time with us, come on out to the pool, get to know everybody. That's what Meet the Family was all about. So nine o'clock in the morning this morning was Meet the Family. Well, we, we didn't have a good turnout to people that wanted to meet the family, but everybody showed up in here. So we figured, come on over to the, to the pool and meet the family, right? And what I mean by that is that we have elders and trustees and staff and all kinds of stuff and small group leaders and all kinds of uh, people that serve and all the leadership. Great opportunity to come love on some people and, and get to know everybody if you don't and just fellowship and have a good time and we'll do baptisms. That's important. And the light thing's important because we need to understand that that we shine better as a family. You understand that? So family's important. Church family's important. You can go out there and shine your light by yourself and man, do wonderful works. But man, if you do that with a family, if you do that with a family gathering, if we can do that together, that's huge. That is huge. And that's what this is all about. So I'm gonna um, share some scripture and then I'm gonna introduce some people and let them do a little talking because today's gonna be quick. We gotta get out of here. We gotta go set up for this picnic and I gotta go stretch. It's gonna take a couple hours. How old are those boys in the back? They're too tall to play. 18, you're too old for the student ministry, but we recruit you on, the, on you're, you're on, you're on a men's group. <laughs> Look, my eyes are on right now. I'm looking. If it ends with teen, it's on your team. Is that what you're saying? You're rhyming up here. <laughs> Come on, good. All right, let's go to Ecclesiastes. We're going 4, 7 through 12. And it ties right into family. It ties into what we're trying to do. Yeah, that's not going to work on the screen. There we go. Perfect. It says, I observed yet another example of something meaningless under the sun. This is the case of a man who is all alone, without a child or a brother, yet who works hard to gain as much wealth as he can. But then he asks himself, who am I working for? What am I giving up so much pleasure now? Why am I giving up so much pleasure now? It is all so meaningless and depressing. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person fails or falls, the other can reach out and help, but someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can help each other, each other warm, can keep each other warm. But now how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better for a, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Come on, this is, a, this is the full thing on why we do what we do. You have to have a church family. You have to be tied in somewhere. You can go, I'm not telling you that, you, look, you don't have to go to church to have a relationship with Jesus. You don't, guys. This is a great opportunity, though, to come in, be surrounded with family that actually cares about you, that can walk you through some things, that, that you can help them through things. See, some of you are like, I'm good. I don't need to come to church. Well, what if you're the answer to somebody else? What if you're the person that's supposed to step in and help somebody else get through something they're going through because you already went through it, right? But that's what this is all about. Uh, that's why we have small groups. That's why we do all these things. So before I do the small group stuff, um, I, I really want to talk, I want to, 
I want to introduce some people that some of you already know, but I'm going to go through this real quick because we didn't get to do it this morning. Can I have all the elders come up here? Where's the elders? Come on, let's have the elders come up. Come on down, you're the next contestant. <laughs> Good stuff. So what we usually talk about uh, at Meet the Family, and some of you went through it, some people have never gone through it, but you're like, man, I've been here too long. I don't want to go to something. I feel weird if I go. Uh, these are the elders. So if you don't know how our church is run, uh, and we all have spouses. So where's our spouses? Come on, bring the spouses up. Let's go. Uh, you're, come on, baby. You need to see who's in here. Come on. All right, good, good, good. So, 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 so we have spouses. We're up here. This is, look, guys, this, this is the elders of the church. So, so we, what we do is we come together spiritually. Thank you, Mom Marine. I know you're, you're getting here. I give you all the time you want. And I'm an elder too. Yeah, I want to clarify that. We're all elders. Brother Bo's an elder. So Brother Bo, if you don't know, he is the pastor over at Courts of Praise, but he's also a spiritual father to me. He's also an apostolic leader over this house, right? And he actually, he's going to be here next week. So there you go. Come on. And he's going to be here speaking next week, and I'm going to go over and speak at Courts of Praise next week. So we're, we're swapping next week so that I can pour into that family and he can pour into this family. So there's a heads up. Don't y'all show up over there. Y'all stay here. Give him some love. <laughs> but anyway, so this is my beautiful wife, Jules, who we've been married. This is 31 years this year. 31 years. Four kids. So that's our story. We got anywhere from 29 to 14 and a grandbaby. So we, we love this stuff. This is what we do. Uh, go down the line, James and Kat. There, you grab the mic. James and Kat. Uh, my wife, she's at home. She's probably watching online. I've uh, got three boys, uh, two in uh, college right now, and the third one's in his uh, 30s in, in Texas. So I'm um, becoming uh, the gathering place for probably about nine, almost, yeah, a little bit over nine years now. Yep. And um, so I love the church, and so I love people. So uh, Come on. There you go. Pass it right down. Uh, my name is Jim Ward, my wife, Karen. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't waiting for you to clap. I couldn't think of what to say. But uh, we're elders here. We've been coming about 12 years. We've been married a long, long time, 41 years. Uh, we have three kids and nine grandkids. Thank heavens all of our kids are grown and out of the house. It's awesome. <laughs> Love y'all. Um, I'm Ginger. I... Um I'm a widow, and I have one son, and he is going to be 23 this year, and I've been coming here about 12 years. Come on. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I help with the ladies' ministry, so um, we have a Facebook page. So I always tell people about our Facebook page, thegatheringplacewomen.com, so if you already not on it, look it up and come and join us. And by the way, Jacob's a great kid, too. They did right with him. I'm Ron, Ron Trahan. This is my wife, Juan and I'll give somebody a nickel if they can spell her name right the first time. <laughs> a whole nickel? <laughs> We've been uh, coming to this church body for plus 20 years, and uh, we've been married for 33 years in November, right? And uh, we have uh, five kids and nine grands and two great-grands. Uh, blessed and highly favored. That's right. And I just, we just love serving people. Uh, my wife's a wonderful cook. Any of y'all have ever eaten any of her food? It knows that. And been blessed by your tummy there. 
And uh, welcome. Come on. There you go. Let's give it up for our elders. Hey, while they transition out, let's bring our trustees up. Where's our trustees? So if, uh, just to let you know, this is the, so everybody understands, I, our tr- we do have a system set up. So we're run by elders. We are non-denominational. I have a spiritual father over me who covers this house. With us elders, he's part of that eldership. We make spiritual decisions for the church. So I don't get to come in and say, I'm gonna do it this way. Like we're gonna pray about it. We're gonna make sure everybody's in line and we're doing it the right way. And that's the protection behind that. And then we also have trustees, you know, finances is everything everybody wants to know about in the church. That's fine. You're, we're open book. You can come look at our finances. Uh, we have a budget. We, we try to operate on that budget. I have trustees that look over the finances. I uh, try to send them stuff. We meet when we got to meet. Um, we are pretty, put it this way, a lot of everything that comes in, we send out. It gets used or sent out pretty quick. We support people all over the world. We have missions in Africa, couple missions in Africa, uh, orphanage in Africa. We have churches all over the world we support. We go to Mexico, we go all over the place um, and money gets pushed out all across the state in different things, which is awesome. Uh, so I thank you for all that. So yeah, we don't, we don't carry a ton of money in the bank just sitting on it. Like we are good stewards of what comes in. We make sure that we can pay the bills, but we also make sure that we give above and beyond Um, what anybody would ever say the Bible says you have to give. And we do that so we can bless the community and bless everybody around us. So I'll let the the trustees introduce themselves. Well, hello, I'm Ken. This is my wife, Sharon. Ken's my stunt double. (laughs) I'm going to let him speak today. We we even have the same boots on. We look so much alike, Uh, Ken. We've been here about um, nine years now, I think. Um, been, well, Sharon's been here longer than I have, but I've been here nine years. I think she's been here 25 or 30. So, <laughs> But anyway, um, we, uh, we appreciate y'all being here. Thanks. Five. They, have, they have five grandkids. Yeah. Any, any more? <laughs> okay. My name is Gene Canavan. Uh, my wife, Kathy, uh, and I have been going to this church since uh, 2009, I think, somewhere around there, somewhere. Anyway, um, and of course, I play guitar, and um, I'm retired from the paper industry, and I teach school. So if any of you need math help, let me know. Uh, <laughs> Saw the hand go up right there, Gene. Grab all the students. I want to piggyback on what the pastor just said about giving. Um, Churches that look within fail. Churches that look without, outside, succeed. And that's what we do. We, we look out. This tithing business isn't just for you and me. This tithing business is for this institution, too. And so you look at churches that give 10%, 15%, 20% of their net, net income, and they're the ones that are succeeding because they're doing what God says you should do. Go out and do likewise. Come on. Let's give it up for our trustees. All right. And real quick, can I have the staff? Come on up. Where's the staff? Look, we're just going to run through this and then we're going to finish up. I, I made a deal with somebody. Today's going to be quick. But we're going to have time to talk more over, over at the picnic. We'll start over here. Me? <laughs> you sure you don't want to start? 
<laughs> All right, if you don't know me, my name is Crystal Rodriguez. This is my husband. And he always says the hot Hispanics. I'll say the hot Hispanic right here. <laughs> and he cut... He <laughs> He claims to be Mexican, but he's not, so, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, we've been here for seven years, and the way I keep track is my uh, son, Azariah, or he's known here as Pops, and he's probably always running around. Uh, he was a little baby, and so he's seven years old. And we've been doing the youth ministry for about six years, and that is our favorite ministry. We love the youth. They come to our house. We're always hanging out together. Um, but a ministry is just our life. We pour everything into what we do, our marriage, our family. You see us the same here, whether it's in our house, acting crazy, trying to love God. <laughs> and show that to everyone that we know. Awesome. Yes. All right. Uh, yes, as my wife said, I'm not Mexican. I'm actually Guatemalan and Salvadorian and American, you know. Um, I'm American. All right. Um, yeah, so I'm the youth pastor, associate pastor, and basically anything that Pastor DJ needs me to be. Uh, we love this church. We love you guys. Uh, like uh, Pastor Chris was saying, we pour our lives out uh, for you guys. It, it, for God, number one, but to serve you like we really do. Our lives revolve around God and serving you guys. Uh, and especially our teens, they know we love them very, very much. Um, and we're just grateful that we get to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, uh, me and Pastor DJ, sometimes we're at the park and we're, sometimes we kind of get in the midst of all the stuff that has to be done. But in the midst of everything, sometimes me and Pastor DJ will look at each other and be like, we get to do this. You know what I mean? And, uh, and it's an honor. We love you guys and thank you for trusting us with your students. Uh, thank you for trusting us um, as, a, as a family. So we love you guys. And we have three kids. Three. <laughs> All right. Uh, my name is Jeff. My wife, Pam, uh, we head up the prayer ministry, and Pam is not here. If she's never here, I guarantee you she's visiting a child or grandchild, <laughs> and in this case, it's twin grandchildren on the way. Come on. She's that excited. They're not even here yet. She just wants it. to see him in person, and I have the most amazing wife, and we have been married not long enough. That's, <laughs> that's our answer. So anyway, we head up the prayer ministry. Um, if you are here and you're an intercessor, it's probably because we prayed you here. So we need you to sign up for the prayer ministry. Uh, now's your Jeff. chance. <laughs> Weekly or daily. No, seriously, though, if you really are an intercessor, please come up and talk to us because we're, we're looking for more prayer intercessors to pray over this ministry. All right. Come on. I'll let my wife talk last. <laughs> No. I'll let him talk. He likes to talk. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say a lot. This is, I'm Ryan Watley, and this is my wife, Allison. We've been married for six years, almost seven. Uh, we have four children between us, uh, 25, 19, 17, and 12. Yeah. Uh, so two girls and two boys. Uh, we do the worship here. We're the worship pastors and tech stuff. All the tech stuff that everybody loves. And, uh, yeah, we've been going here. Yes, Roman loves it. Thank you, Roman. <laughs> it's a labor of love. It really is. But um, we've been here for less than two years, actually, so we're still newbies. But I will say this is probably the first place. We've been a lot of different places, but this is the first place that I've personally been where people always like to say, we're a family. This is family. You know, and they say it, and it's really not. I can say honestly, this is really a family. Come on. Yeah. You, 
you come here and you're adopted into it, and you know we're all obviously brothers and Christ, uh, uh, sisters in Christ. But here, it's literally like if you don't have a mom and dad, or if you don't have you know brothers and sisters, you gain a bunch right off the bat. Yeah. And people do life together. That's what DJ says. We do life together. He he's not just saying that. We really do. So it's awesome. No. But it's an honor. So I'm Rhonda, and I'm the church administrator. <laughs> woo woo! I've been woo woo! <laughs> I've been here almost five years. Wow. Got introduced here by May May, who's watching from Texas, I'm sure. Yay! And I have one daughter and son-in-law that everybody here loves, Sonny and Eric. Yeah, yes. they're yes. over our prayer uh, Monday night prayer. They're over our Monday night prayer. Yes. So I answer the phone, schedule appointments, schedule the small groups. Make sure I'm where I'm supposed to be. Sometimes. And also <laughs> schedule the uh, Sunday morning kingdom classes. So if you have any ideas for anything, you can come see me. Uh, just, yeah, answer questions. Awesome. Yeah. Come on. Let's give it up for the staff, y'all. And there's some that aren't here because we have Miss Dana. Miss Dana's over in the children's ministry and she's running that. Uh, uh, Miss Barbara and Tommy Jacks, if you don't know them, Miss Barbara had surgery this week on her knee. So she's at home down and out. Um, so Tommy's with her. We love you guys. We're praying for healing over that. And just, man, they're just, if you don't know them, it's because you hadn't been sick. <laughs> uh, you, you didn't want candy. Uh, you didn't walk in this church. That's how you don't know them because they meet everybody at the door. They, they pray for everybody. They go to their house and bring them food and all that stuff. Here's the cool part. Every time somebody gets sick or something like that, we do a food train. Miss Mamarine, we call her Mamarine. Mamarine sets that up. You know, I, I went on there. I think I told somebody, hey, make sure you check out Miss Barbara. Let's make sure she's good. And they're like, well, they got like 26 meals already. So I was like, okay, well, I guess they're going to be good with food. But, but if you want to visit them and bless them or just reach out to them and let them know we love them and we care about them. Because um, they do an amazing job here. They, just, they, they run our first impressions team. So they, they're over the cafe and the greeters and the parking lot and all that good stuff. Um, just amazing stuff. Did I forget anybody else? All right, all right, that's good then, that's good. So what I wanted to do, um, and we have a bunch of small group leaders, which also help our church. So what I want to do is invite up a couple small groups. So Jim, Paul, you want to come up and talk? And I'm going to call you, if you're, if you're coming, uh, starting a small group, because you guys, last week was rally day, um, but I think everybody decided it was Labor Day. I don't know how that works. So I want to invite up uh, all the small groups that are out there. So if you're hosting a small group, come on up. I want you to talk about your small group real quick. You got real short time because, I don't know, you don't. You can talk as long as you want. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't turn it on. Okay, again. Uh, Miss Karen and I, uh, we teach men. I do the teaching. She does the cooking. That's right. And... Uh, uh, it's at our home. It's really relaxed. We sit on the porch and hang out. Uh, men get to talk to each other. Uh, we, we do a really simple, we use the Bible, just read the Bible. We talk about what it says. We're in the book of Matthew, uh, the Beatitudes and the Sermon on the Mount, which is, I'll just take a second on that, really, just a second. The Sermon on the Mount uh, is like the Ten Commandments is to the Old Testament. I never really knew that until about a year ago. It's really, really important. Jesus messaged us on how to live. And so Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. But that's what we're studying right now, and it's pretty awesome. Uh, you should just come when you get a chance. If you like it, come again. If you don't, hey, go somewhere else. 
It's on Tuesdays, right? Tuesday nights at 6.30 at my house, which is all online, so we can get to right. my house. Perfect. Thank you, brother. You can hand it off that way. That's fine. <laughs> I, um, I'm Aaron. Um, we're, uh, we're, we're hosting a, a small group. It's, we call it The Gap. And basically what it is is... is uh, Let's say young adults. I don't. We don't like. We don't feel like we want to put an age bracket on it. But um, it's basically. You know, we, a lot of churches have something for for the youth, and then some churches have things for for like uh, college age. But when you get out of that and that that weird gap before you get married and have a family and all that, um, sometimes you feel like you don't really not not fit in. But you're trying to figure out, you know, a group, and it's kind of. There's not that many groups for that. And so that's where our heart is. That's, that's what we're led to do. Um, and we're going to be meeting at the creek in, a, in Otauga, Otauga County Prattville. Uh, in Prattville. And uh, not this Wednesday, but the, the next Wednesday over that. And, uh, yeah, it's just a place just to be outside in nature and, 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 just, and just talk about things that are going on with people kind of in their 20s and 30s. But that's not, you know, it's not a specific age group or whatever. But that's kind of what we're where our heart is. My name is Amber. He pretty much said everything that that group is. <laughs> um, the Gap, we actually had a friend that told us this name when we were trying to sit here thinking of how we were going to name it and what we were going to name it because we didn't have any details about any of that. And a few weeks ago, God put young adults on my heart and I knew he wanted me to start a group for people to come and experience that. And I asked him who was supposed to lead it with me. And he said, Aaron. And I was like, okay. So immediately we have a conversation and we're on the same page about everything that we're going to do, except trying to put things in a box. Um, we had no age range that we wanted to fit in. We had no name. We had no place other than we want to be outside by the creek. So um, it's really for people that are falling into this gap. You know, when you look up gap, it separates one side of something to another. And I think it is so easy to live in that place. And I think God is calling us to stand in there and minister to people to let them know they don't have to be there. They don't have to be separated from church. They don't have to be separated from a group. They don't have to be outcasted at all because they don't fit into a box. We certainly do not. And we didn't come into this church fitting into a box. So I'm excited and I, I hope some of you wanna join us. Come on. That's awesome. And don't worry, he lost the bet. That's why he's wearing a hat. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Darlene Davis, and um, I'm relatively new here, but the moment I walked in, I want to say that I felt at home. And I feel like I am just uh, led by the Lord to have my group is called From a Shepherd to a King. And we're going to be talking about David's life. But, you know, David's life really is representative of all of us. There's so many things that we can learn from how he handled everything that he was put against. And he didn't have it easy, and neither do we. We all face our own Goliaths and, and our own mountains. And that's what we're going to discuss in my group is how David looked at it. How can we apply this to our everyday life and work together as a group and come together and pray for each other. So y'all please pray for every one of these groups that, that we are doing the Lord's will come on. on our own. That's right. 
good morning, everyone. My name is Derek Cole. Um, me and Delinda are going to be hosting a small group called Relationships and Recipes. Uh, that's going to be the first and third Tuesday of every month. Um, what we're planning to do is basically get together, fellowship, um, read scripture, uh, kind of build some relationships inside the church to kind of foster some just uh, some togetherness, you know, and things like that through the week. Um, also bring some recipes that we like to try and uh, just try different foods, uh, things like that. As we do it, uh, Delinda will help coordinate the types of food that if anybody wants to bring it and things like that. So we can try uh, to keep everybody from bringing five desserts and things like that. So Desserts are um, good. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've only been going here a little under a year, but we're just uh, we're really excited about the church and how much you guys have poured into us uh, in just, just the short amount of time. So um, thank you guys. Come on. He told me I had to talk, so I took the mic. Okay, um, my name is Monica Douglas. This is my husband, Will. Um, we run the married group. Um, we, meet on, we, we meet on Wednesday nights in the church annex at 6 o'clock, and we have food. We don't plan the food. Sometimes it's six boxes of Publix chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but we have the chicken, and we love it. So, um, but we talk about a variety of topics about being married. We have people in the class that are just newly married. And then we have the Jim and Karens that have been married more over 40 years, I think. So we have a good time and anybody, um, you can hit us up on Facebook. Yes, we're one of those weird couples that have a joint Facebook account. It says Will and Monica all in one word. And our last name is Douglas. So you could shoot us a message if you'd like to participate. I'd just like to say that, uh, you know, the married group has been going on for a very long time. Um, we've been coming here for almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. We've been in Prattville for almost 10 years. Uh, moved here from Florida 10 years ago to take a job, and, and it, this is family. It has been family. Um, we found the church on our first weekend that we were here we were driving through and some folks who aren't here anymore but were here then Jason Beck was running the 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 parking lot team and we were driving through they're like come on in we're like we're not dressed little did we know <laughs> but uh, as soon as we moved up here we've been coming ever since and and um, a few years ago we were feeling led that we needed to uh, to take over and, and there were some others that had been stepping down who had done a very great job of leading this. Thank you, Rich and Ann. And um, as well as the others who had filled in from the gap because I think the very first ones were Tiff and Rick. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, we just hope that we can continue to do a good job and uh, appreciate anybody that can come out again we meet at 6 o'clock in the annex, and, um, you know, we just ask everybody to bring something to eat. As she said, sometimes it's all the same thing, but, <laughs> hey, we make it work. We love y'all. Come on. One more. Later. Good morning. Sorry I missed out on everything else, but uh, myself and Kim Hartman, I think she's out speaking with someone. We are starting or have started a small group on the television series, The Chosen. Some of you have seen it, which is, which is awesome, but we will meet here every other Wednesday 
in the pre-K room at 6 from 6 to 7.30. We will watch the DVD and discuss it. And the name of our small group is Chosen by Christ, the story of us, because we are chosen. And we watch the series, learn more about the disciples, and get an understanding that they are people, or that they were people, just like we are. They made mistakes just like we did. Sometimes in, in, in this walk or in religion or Christianity, people put the disciples up on this pedestal. Oh, well, you should be more like him, and you should be more like him. No, I'm going to be more like me. And this is going to help us to build more on our identity and know that we have been chosen by Christ, which is the story of us. Come on. Awesome. All right, let's give it up for our small groups. And there's more out there. They're just not here to talk about it. So thank you guys so much. You may have a seat. So good. Oh, yeah, we have a small group. I have a small group. Uh, yeah, it's called uh, the Camping Crew. So... Uh, we love camping, y'all. So um, we have people that come out with campers, and we have people that come out with tents. We have people that just come out and hang out with us for a day and then leave. So we try to get together as, as family. We just go camping together. We try to get stuff, and so and we just hang out and spend the whole weekend together, and then families come in. It just becomes one big fun time. So camping crews out there. Uh, we're also, it's new with our small groups this year because we're not having an end date. It's going to be completely up to the the people running it. We're not doing semesters anymore. I don't think it's right that we, we put a time limit on when you can get connected in the church. So, um, so they'll run. You just talk with your small group leader. They can pause it and start it whenever they want. And we'll keep that updated online and keep you filled in on what's going on. Kind of like my God, Guns and Gravy. So that's always going to be going on. I'll put it out there for everybody that signs up with that one. And I'll, we'll be shooting at the house because we love to shoot guns and we love to eat food and we love to talk about Jesus. So um, God, Guns and Gravy, that'll be out there. Um, so a little bit, if you hadn't heard some people, there's a lot of different faces in here from all this. You heard people saying, we've been going here for 15 years, 20 years, 10 years. You're like, well, this is just, you know, and we've only been, we, we started coming here in 2010. So 13 years ago, and I'll just fill you in real quick on that. We were military. So we came in air force. Um, we taught, I taught leadership here and then we, uh, we ended up retiring here and we retired here. Our kids found the church. Uh, they were part of the student ministry. It was a bigger church. The church had a whole different name. Um, it was a gigantic church and all that stuff. So we started coming to the church. And then nine years ago when I retired, uh, the pastor, we retired because the pastor at the time asked me to come in uh, and be part of the leadership and run the finances. So I was like, Oh, we had just prayed 30 minutes prior to that. The Lord, tell me what you want me to do. Retire, stay in, move around the world some more. And all there's a lot of stuff that went into that. But that's why we actually retired from the military and came into ministry. But when I came into ministry, like I said before, I didn't tell people I prayed for people, none of that stuff. I was like, I'm good with leadership and finances. And I don't talk to, to we don't do that other stuff. Four years ago, four and a half years ago now, um, I was seated as the senior pastor of the church, um, and that was done through a whole bunch of stuff. You know, we had a pastor that, uh, would, that I came in underneath, and he was called back to student ministry, and he moved to Florida, and we're real good friends with them and stuff. And then since then, it was trying to hire in a right pastor, couldn't find a right pastor, and then met Brother Bo, and all this stuff happens, and next thing you know, God wants me to be the pastor, and I'm the pastor. So that's how all this happened. So everything changed then. We changed the name. We've changed who we are. We changed our identity. Uh, we changed what we look like. Everything just kind of shifted at that moment to doing whatever God wants to do. 
Um, and that's just kind of how we are. So if this is new to you and you want to know who are you, well, we're not trying to fit in with any other church. We, we want to do everything with every other church. We love other churches. In fact, we do everything from praise in the park. We do all kinds of stuff with other churches. Can I get my water, babe? And uh, so we do all kinds of stuff, but we're not trying to look like any other church because we're not like any other church. The culture here, if you saw it out on the wall, we have a culture of love. I believe that comes straight from us. That was our, that's who we are. Uh, that's what we want to portray. When people come in here, I want them to feel loved. I want the community to feel, everywhere we go, I want them to feel the love of Christ through us. And hopefully that's what you feel when you come in. So a lot of stuff has changed over the years, but we're not changing. So it's been four and a half years since we've been, we've been uh, my wife and I have been the senior pastors over this house and we love this family. We love everybody in here and we just can't wait to see what's, what's going on in the future. Um, so that's kind of how we do a lot of things that meet the family. But today was special because it's picnic day. We never do picnic on Sunday. We always do a picnic on Saturday and come in exhausted on Sunday. And we were like, let's do a picnic on Sunday and then we can get out of church and spend the rest of the day together. Um, and that's what I want to do because I believe this. And we're going to do baptisms over there. So, and I want to talk about that because there's some people in here that uh, maybe that's been on your heart and, and you just don't understand. You know, we've got a lot of people getting baptized and I want, I really, really, really want you to understand that one, you can get baptized as many times as you want. Some people say, well, I was baptized as a child. Did you actually understand what you were doing as a child? Sometimes it's just the religious aspect of saying, well, I was that age and they told me to get baptized. So here's the thing. It's a fresh start. It's brand new. So when you're old enough to actually understand what you're doing now and you're like, you know what? I want to get baptized. I want to be completely made new. I'm surrendering my heart to Christ. So and if you've been waiting on that moment, today's the day. So, you, so we had people sign up. And like I said, I think we have like 11, but uh, you don't have to sign up. We're going to be over at the Y, right? <laughs> and we're going to be baptizing people. So, so what I'm going to say is that be bold if you're over there and you're like, you know what? I am new. I am Fred. There's something new about me. God's moving in my life. I'm just ready to declare that to the world. It doesn't matter. Look, I got baptized in the same church. I've been baptized a lot of times. But I just believe that there's something new about that. There's something fresh about that. Every time there's a new season in my life and God shows me something new, man, I want to say I'm done with the old and I'm ready for the new. And I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to do something different for God and whatever he wants me to do. So that's kind of the, the, what we're doing today. So we're going to simply transition over there uh, by two o'clock. Okay. Is everybody good with that? Any questions on that? Today's very short. Look, I will let you know. I usually come with a whole bunch of scripture, but I figure I gave you enough scripture over the last 13 weeks on this series for you to say, we need to go shine in the community. But the whole point today was let you know, you can't do it alone. We have family for a reason. This family comes together for a reason. If you've ever just needed a helping hand, we're here. we help other churches. We help other people. We help people move and groove and all kinds of things. It is so awesome that we have a family like this. Uh, so I thank every, every person that's an elder and all the, all the trustees and all the staff members and everybody that makes that happen and all the small group leaders. Look, we can't do it without the volunteers. We left that whole part out. Like there's tons of ways to serve in children's ministries and, and serving around the church as ushers and everything. What's that, brother? Well, you are an elder, I guess. <laughs> Tommy, I'm sorry. Um, Tommy and Barbara host a group that's on Saturday night. We meet at 6 o'clock. We meet in um, trail over here, and then we kind of just a bunch of topics we talk about. And we just get together, fellowship. And so you're welcome to come out, and um, we, we have a good time. And um, they do it year-round, so they, we don't stop. So I right, just wanted to share that. 
Lots of food. Lots of food. Good food, good fellowship, good fun. All right. So I think that's everything I want to talk. Kevin, you're looking. We need, uh, if anybody wants to help, we are going to, you, you good, Kevin? You're walking in. I got to watch Kevin. All right. He's saluting. He's good. He's like, I'm good. We got a lot of military in here too, so that's good. Uh, we have a good military family. Um, like I said, we're all. A lot of us came out of the military at some point, and uh, we just love love everybody that serves. Fire department, police department, military, anybody that serves in that, we just love you guys. So anyway, I'm gonna pray. Um, we can all stand to our feet. I think it's time to close out. If somebody, want, I don't know if you want to play some keys just for the fun of it. Let's let's play some keys. Um, because here's the thing, you know, we, we started out with some, some amazing worship and, and I was talking about a fight and I was talking about warfare and we were talking about everything God's trying to do uh, in us and through us. And if that was you, I don't, I don't want you to lose track of what God was trying to do in your heart through that whole time. And if he was touching you, if he was pricking your heart through that whole worship set and you were like, man, this is good. And then it kind of faded away towards the end. You know, you can surrender all that to him. You don't have to carry that with you. You don't have to carry what you brought in with you today. You do not have to, to take it back out with you. And, and we want to pray. We're, we're a praying family, man, and we just believe in prayer. So our prayer partners will be at the crosses on either side of the room. There's two crosses on either side of the room. Uh, one is actually a prayer cross. One is a miracle cross. So if you have prayers, you can, you can nail them to the cross and the prayer cross. And then when God answers, answers those prayers, you can move it over to the miracle cross. And when we started that, that miracle cross was kind of empty, but now it's getting filled up. So we love that. We love that God answers prayers. We love that we get to pray for you. Um, so don't leave here today without getting prayer for anything you need. Man, because he, he is a God that wants to heal. He's a God that wants to set you free. And he just loves you that way. So even though we had fun, we kind of joked, we talked today, there's, man, God still wants to move in your heart. And, and that's why we come together like this. We, we come together corporately so we can worship him corporately. And there's power in that, but it's also a time for us to pray with each other, do life together, because you can't do life alone. We gotta come together as a family and do this. So Father, right now, I just ask you to search the room. Father, touch each heart in this house. Just look, in, look inside right now, Father. Just, just prick them in that area right now. If there's something they've got to, they need prayer about, something they've got to release, somebody they've got to forgive, something that's got to change in their life, Lord, we just ask that, that you, just, you just touch them right now. Give them boldness to go and get prayer before they leave, Father. And we just thank you for the baptisms today. We, that's part of why we do what we do. So, Father, we thank you for, for all the people getting baptized today, Father, because that's what you've called us to do is to go out and baptize people in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So, Father, we just thank you for that. We thank you. We get to be part of this. We get to do this. You picked us to do this. And we just love you, Lord. And we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said amen. Y'all be blessed. I love you. I look forward to seeing everybody. Two o'clock over at the YMCA Prattville. The Bradford branch. And if you want to help load up the trailer, we're going to be loading up the trailer. <laughs>